seriously? Okay, gold. Yes, yes. Yeah. This, well, this hello. Is, yeah, I thought you'd like that. <laughs> okay, I'm going to live in your wife's closet now. <laughs> live, I'm channeling it. I'm channeling it. I'm envisioning it. It's going to happen. How are you doing, uh, Armand? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing good. Um, it's, you... it's, it's a pleasure. It's, it's so nice to finally, you know, talk to you uh, and, and, and meet you uh, virtually. So it's a pleasure. Good, good, um, good. Great. Okay, I want to dive into you because there's so many cool things here. I mean, mm-hmm. art, bodybuilding, um, the nightclub. I mean, this is like all <clears throat> incredible stuff. And I think uh-huh. what's so inspiring is that you wanted to do something and you went and got it. So I want to like go a little bit into like you just your backstory, your origin story. Okay. Every superhero has one. So I need to know. So, you know, I, I'm... I'm originally from from uh, Portugal. Okay. I was born in Portugal, and I came here when I was twelve years old. Uh, my parents uh, decided to, you know, come here to give a better life for me and my brother. And uh, yeah, it was, so it was it, you know it was tough at first, you know, just like anything else. When you know when you're a kid, you don't understand why your parents have to move. You have your friends. You leave your friends behind. Yeah. Uh, but looking back in, in retrospect, you know, it was, it was, it was a good thing, you know? Um, so I came here when I was 12 years old, I didn't even speak English. And, uh, just like any other child, you know, I had a dream and, and, uh, and I visualized that dream just like, I mean, that's, that's really one of the most important things to achieving anything you want in life is to really know what you want and, 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 you know, deciding what it is that you want. You know, a lot of people, when I give speeches, when I give talks about, you know, motivational speaking, uh, a lot of people ask me, you know, how did you become so successful? And I say to them, well, what does that mean to you? You know, what what do you mean? You know, because it's, you know, it's, it's so, being successful is such There's a so subjective many assets to it. I mean, it's not yeah. just money, it's mental, no, 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 everything. No. Right. So, I mean, obviously, you know, being successful is so subjective. It's subjective yeah. to the, to, to you, you know? So I always say to them, I always say to my audience, you know, write down, you know, five things that you would like to accomplish. You know, what is it? What, what, what would make you happy in life? What is That's it that you important. want to, what does you want to do? You know? So, you know, when I brought my book, you know, I kind of broke it down uh, to everyone because I always, you know, I was, I've always been asked the same questions. How did you become so successful? What did you do? So I created a manual, sort of a manual that kind of gives you a step-by-step on how you can achieve success your own way achieve what it is that you want to accomplish in life. And I broke it down into, you know, different things. Um, you know, what I consider success is, you know, to one of the most important things about success to me, it's not money. It, it's, it's really peace of mind. Yes. And I think that should be uh, number one priority on most, on, on, on most people's lists, you know, because no matter how much money you have, if you don't have peace of mind, if you don't, you know, if you're not, you'll never you know, be happy. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you're not, you're money not is not psychologi- happiness. Yeah, exactly. If you're not, yeah. if you're not psychologically uh, healthy and yeah. and and uh, you know, psychologically stable, mm-hmm. 
you know, it's, it, you're just never going to be happy. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's real important to understand, you know, the dynamics of what it is that makes you happy, you know? And I can say, you know, that at this point in my life, I am truly happy. You know what I mean? It doesn't mean I'm content with myself because I'm always striving. You're working on yourself, which yeah, is Yeah, always striving to improve. I'm always striving to reach new heights in every aspect of my life. But I'm very happy with, you know, who I am. I'm very comfortable with who I am and what, I, what I've accomplished. But I'm still not 100% satisfied. Meaning like, you know, I have this insatiable desire to, to continue to thrive in every aspect of the word. You know what I mean? Yeah, most people my good. age, yeah, yeah. Most people my age will say, oh, I'm too old. I'm too old. But I really believe that I'm not too old to do anything. You know what I mean? I'm never too old. You're never too old to feel better about yourself. You're never too old to improve. You're never too old to have, to be, to be happy. You're never too yes. old for all those things that I write about in my book, you know? So um, that's a very important message though, that, yeah. you know, you should always strive to better yourself. And if something's not making you happy, you do have the power, the power internally 100%, work on that. You know, 100%. other, other people come into your life who might try to take your power, but you at the end of the day, always have that choice to say block goodbye. And that's Absolutely. very highly important. Now, what that's interests so important. me is I did see some bodybuilding and I thought you were like, mm -hmm. whoa, <laughs> really? <laughs> Well, hey, yeah. So there was a, so, there was, you know, there was a part of me. There was when I was growing up in America. You know, when I first came to America, I was I was bullied. You know, and it was okay. You know, looking back, everything that happened to me really made me who I am today. So I look back in retrospect and I say, thank God I was bullied. So I'm the type of person that I see everything as an opportunity. I am. I'm. I've never been a victim of anything. I've always been a survivor. Anything negative that happened to me in my life it made me stronger. You know what I mean? So going up, I was bullied. I was picked on because I didn't speak English. I was too skinny or whatever, whatever, whatever. For whatever reason, you know, as a kid, I didn't understand why people were being so mean to me. Uh, so I decided to work on myself. People were calling me wimpy or whatever. So I decided to, you know, and I saw myself, I looked at myself in the mirror and I really thought I was skinny, you know, so I wasn't happy with myself. And I decided to work out to gain some weight to gain some muscle and so you became bigger I, and better than them essentially well, yeah I, I ended up yeah. I ended up really uh my body responded extremely well because I've always you know I, I've always even when I was in art school I've always put a lot of effort into everything that I do and I've always learned how other people have accomplished the things that I want to accomplish so a lot of, very often what you want in life has already been achieved by somebody else you can easily read about how they achieve what you want to achieve. So what I did is I read a lot of books in my on my on my journey to becoming, you know, uh, to gaining weight. Because initially I wasn't trying to be a, a professional mm -hmm. bodybuilder or anything. I was just trying to gain a little bit of weight. So I, I I picked up books on, you know, bodybuilders at the time that I looked up to, such as Arnold uh, Schwarzenegger and and Frank Zane, and I just read everything that they wrote about how to, you know, gain weight, you know, so I pretty much learned different methods and I apply those methods to my own body. 
because, you know, we're all different. You know, yeah. you can, if I tell you what worked for me, doesn't necessarily mean it's going to work for you, Thank but you. you should try. You should definitely try what I did and see if it works for you. So I, I created a, uh, a routine for myself that really worked. I went from, um, you know, just by reading what other people were doing, I created my own routine, my own, uh, my own um, plan on what, what I needed to do to gain the weight that I wanted. And, and so I was able to achieve uh, in a very short time, I was able to gain like 20 pounds in a matter of a year oh. of muscle. So I went from being a wimpy guy to being a hunky guy. I see you, Arma. I see you. I see you like moving over there. Okay. Okay. Well, but, you I'm know, not that trying is to be, very I'm, I'm not, try, I'm not trying to be a bodybuilder anymore at all right now. I mean, that's not my goal in life right now. I mean, you I know, did it. I, I, I've done it. You. Yeah, and it was still part of me. And I, I, will always, I, I will always be in shape. Uh, I'm not trying to be a huge bodybuilder like I was before because at the time, my, my, my goal was to be the best bodybuilder in the world. So, I, of course, I, I worked out to be to be to have to have bigger muscles right now i just work out to be healthy that's good and i work out to be fit but anyway so you know going you know as a kid i was not happy being skinny so i decided to work out and put on some weight and of course i immediately gained the confidence that i needed to to not only stand up to these guys who were bullying me but also I learned so many valuable things about the journey that I still apply today. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, the first thing was I wanted to, I, I started visualizing. You know, the first time I started working out, I, I, I would put pictures on, on the wall in my closet of, of, of guys that I wanted to emulate, you know, like their cool. bodies. I okay, wanted yeah. I take pictures of bodybuilders. Yeah. So I would, I would look at them every day and just really, and that kind of gave me the motivation and, and, and inspired me, you know? So every day I would push myself. And like I said, within a year, I was able to go to, to gain 20 pounds. I had the abs and the, my chest looked good and everything looked good. The girls started noticing me in school and it was a great feeling, you know? So those small, you know, that's why it's so important to start when you, when you first go, when you first start on a mission to accomplishing anything, you should, you should, um, you should have short-term goals and long-term goals. You yeah. know what I mean? And my short-term goal was to gain, you know, 20 pounds. Um, so once I gained that, then I, 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 I got hooked on, 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 on bodybuilding and, and I thought this was something that I was really good at, that I enjoyed. And I decided to compete, to, to, to go into my first competition. Um, you know, I figured, well, you know, this is something that, you know, I can, I can do on my own. I don't rely on it. You know, like team sports, you rely on other people, no matter how hard you work. You know, you may be the best, you know, basketball player in the world, but if your team sucks, yeah, it doesn't you know, matter. Gonna, All that it doesn't matter. Bodybuilding so, so is I love, yeah, I, yeah, I love the idea of me being the master of my own destiny, you know, so to speak. 
So I learned so many important things back then about bodybuilding, about discipline, about, you know, having to do what I have to do to, to go to the next step, you know, between the dieting, you know, eating healthy and exercising on a regular basis and, and all these factors that were needed mm -hmm. to gain, to get to, to accomplish that short term, term girl that I had. So it, I learned so many methods about you know, going from point A to point B that I still apply today in, in, in anything that I decide to that's, accomplish in life. That's highly important, though, because um, I actually was pre-diabetic. So me uh, kind of mirroring in like a separate way because I was trying to lose weight. Uh, I disciplined myself on clean eating working out and stuff like that. And I too was bullied, you know, people, nasty slurs and stuff like that. But it's how we come out about it and um, how we improve ourselves. And like my long-term goal was, I'm going to be better than you inside and out. That was my long-term right. goal because mm -hmm. nobody's going to push me down. No girl. Right. That's, That's great. That's great. So you turn, you turn a negative into a positive. It's important. You must. I, you just and must. I, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, uh, you know, I think it's, you know, I, I don't really try to compare myself to anybody, you know, looking back at those kids that picked on me, a lot of them are not even alive anymore. You know, they got into drugs. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, it's sad, you know, I really, it is sad, I have, you know, but... it's sad, but you know, at that, that age, you don't really know. And, and for all, you know, they probably, didn't realize the, you know, the effect that they had, but in so many different ways, I thank them. If they were, you know, some of them were still alive and I ran to them, I would actually thank them for doing what they did because I am so happy with everything that happened in my life and it made me who I am today. So it's so important to take a negative into a positive and really, you know, overcome it. You know what I mean? Yes. The more, the more setbacks you have, the more obstacles you have, the stronger you're going to be. And I love challenges more than ever right now. You know, I love challenges. I am, I really enjoy having a, a good challenge. And then with all the business that I have, there's always a challenge. Mm -hmm. And where most people would probably, you know, if they encounter the challenges that I encounter, that I encounter every day in my business, if a lot of people would see the, the setbacks that I go through, they would probably quit. But it just makes me stronger. You know what I mean? I've developed such a, I've, I developed such a, such a, um, an incredible um, system of overcoming things. And I, I, I actually welcome challenges now. You know what I mean? So my mindset is so different now. You know, I'm not like when I was younger. I wasn't sure of myself, but, you know, as you develop your, you know, your skills and you, you start accomplishing the, all the goals, you know, I go beyond all the goals that I accomplished. I mean, I never dreamt in a million years, you know, growing up in Newark, New Jersey, in a, in a one bedroom apartment with my, my family of, of five, I never imagined in a million years I would live in, in, in the kind of house that I live in, I would never imagine I, 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 I would drive the cars that I drive today. You know what I mean? So I, I took my goals beyond anything that I ever expected growing up as a teenager, as a kid, you know, growing up in Newark. So, so I think it's important to have challenges. And, and, and I really think anyone that wants to accomplish anything you should, you should be prepared for challenges. You should be prepared for setbacks and you should welcome them with open arms because 
every time I have a setback, I learn something new. And you also learn more sometimes from not accomplishing what it is, what, what, what you want right away. You know what I mean? So it's a journey. Remember, success is a journey. It's not a a destination. And my life is all about, you know, pushing myself in every aspect, you know? Um, Yeah, that's, that's entirely true. I mean, I will say as a counterpoint, you know, sometimes some things that happen in life, I think it's only human to ask why. I think it's only human. And I think to accept that is also very good because to deny your emotions, it's not good either. I mean, um, I don't know if you read, but I have been cyber stalked for like five years since I was a minor. They've done lots of stuff. And all I could say is why? But the only thing that I could do is turn that negative into a positive by right. just saying, I got to keep going. I don't thank Absolutely. them for what they did. But Absolutely. I keep and going that's, because they, they, yeah, that's all yeah. I can do. Keep living. And, but, you know, they're doing that Plus. because they feel threatened by you. They feel that, yes. you know, the, some, a lot of people don't like themselves. How are they yes. going to like you? You know what I mean? Yes, so you have to understand true. where they come from. I understand where people come from. And, you know, whenever I start a new business, I always get a lot of, a, a lot of negativity from the competitors. Yeah. You know, I get so much negativity from competitors. People will say the most awful things, but I'm too busy to be to be listening to any negativity. The best thing is to ignore the naysayers, you know, really just focus on you and focus on you accomplishing your goals. I don't have time for bullshit. I don't have time for negativity. And online this, you know, this day and age, everybody yeah. Anybody. Everybody and their grandmother hates you with yeah. fake accounts. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I mean, I can't yeah. worry about that. You know, as long as the majority of people, as long as I like myself and the majority of people like me, you know, I get so much love. And m- most of my messages are positive. They, you know, I get people do, direct messaging me, thanking me for making their day, for inspiring them. So 90% of my messages, 95% of my messages are positive. So if I get 5% of my messages that are negative, I can't worry about that. Well, you know what I mean? True. This is true. In a cyber age, something like, you know, you're ugly. That That is not a thing. But, you know, I will send you the link because I'm working on a documentary actually called okay, Project okay. Bullish. Um, you know, I lost brand deals because they wrote the brands like letters, fake information, deep fakes, wow. some things you can't ignore, Armand. And it, it sucks. Wow. But yeah. along with mm-hmm. your message, you got to keep going. Now, gotta keep what going. I want to know about is the nightclubs. want to know how we so, so okay, so, really cool. you know, as, as Okay, so this is how it all started, you know, as a bodybuilder, you know, because I started working out at 17 years old. I was really skinny. I was 100 and... 45 pounds and you know i'm almost six foot tall so i was pretty skinny so i decided to work out and within a year i gained 20 pounds and next thing you know you know the girls are saying to me well you look great you should dance you should do this i didn't have a lot of money growing up you know in newark so i needed a part-time job okay and i I was working at the time i think when i started dance i was about 21 i was working as a bouncer uh you know, at that time I was making, I don't know what I was making, like $60, uh, $60 a night or something like that, $80 a night. But I was working like eight hours, risking my life. And then I had a friend who, from school, who uh, 
uh, went to the same school, was driving a really nice sports car and always wore nice clothes, nice designer clothes. And I was like, dude, what do you do, man? You know, you, I see you. Are you, what do you have? Are your parents rich or something? You know, I need what to know. Do you do? Tell me. Yeah, because yeah, I'm like, you know. I want so that. Like, I want oh. some of that. Yeah, so he's like, yeah, man, you should do it too. You know, you look great. Why don't you come with me? And I says, well, I don't know, you know, because I, I was kind of shy at the time. And But then I was, I went to, I, he invited me to go with him to work. Uh, it was a club called Escapes out in Long Island. It's no longer around. But um, so I went to work with him and I was just standing around. I was wearing like a, you know, maybe like a tank top. I don't remember, I don't remember exactly what I was wearing, but something showing my arms and, and revealing my body and, so I was just standing around watching the show and the girls just kept coming up to me with dollar bills and $5 bills, kept putting dollars all over my body. I ended up making more money just wow. standing around in that one night than uh, working as a bouncer. And I'm like, this is fun. I'm around beautiful women. They're tipping me. <laughs> this is the okay. best job in the world. So then <laughs> okay. so I was like, wow, this is amazing, you know? So I, I decided to, to dance and, and, you know, um, at the time, um, you know, uh, there, there were, there weren't, there weren't many club companies. There was Chippendales and, and escapes. And, um, so I was working for escapes and I would work like three, four nights a week. And, and it was a great opportunity for me because I didn't have a lot of money. I was able to go to school. I was able to, to study. I had a lot of time to study and I still made money to pay my, you know, wow. to pay my bills, to pay, uh, you know, my clothes. And, you know, I was able to buy a car. I ended up, I ended up buying my first house when I was like 20, 26 years old, 27, 26 or 27 years old. I bought my first house That's awesome. with the money that I made from dancing. So for me, I needed a part-time like that because I had, you know, I was, I was a bodybuilder. I was trying to be a bodybuilder. I was going to school. And what I loved about dancing is that it really didn't take up a whole day. I could do it at night mm -hmm. during the day. I could still go to an audition because I was trying to be an actor at the time. So it was, it was a fantastic part-time job for me. And, um, one thing led to another, you know, I, uh, escapes ended up closing and then I, I decided to, I think this was after I, you know, ended my bodybuilding career. I was like, what am I going to do now? And I decided to just create my own male dance reviews. And cool. uh, I created Hunkamania in 1998. And Hunkamania, I mean, you know, you've heard of Hunkamania. Yeah. It's all over. It's, we are now in, we're now in, <laughs> I'm sorry about that. The camera's like <laughs> Hunkamania. <laughs> Like the media in the house. Oh my goodness! Okay, so, your camera got so very I ended excited. Up, I, so I, I ended up creating <laughs> Hunkamania. We were we were in New York City. The, our first Hunkamania was was in New York City in Times Square. At the time, I was doing everything myself. I would I would go to I would do wow. the door. I would I would do I'll be the host of the show. I was the, the dancer. Hell? Oh my god! But it was the beginning of of my entrepreneurial yeah. entrepreneurial life. You know, I I. Um, you know, I, I, I immediately started making money, you know, it wasn't like, you know, most people, they don't make money right away. You know, a lot of people, when they, when they open up a business, they have to invest a lot of money. And before they actually make a profit, sometimes it could be five years. Yes. Yes. But because I was able to do so many different things and, you know, the fact that I also have a college degree, I'm an educated guy and I have, you know, I'm, I have a lot of 
you know, I have a background in, 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 in art and architecture and I'm good with, uh, with computers. Um, you know, I ended up, you know, applying myself and learning how to, how to really run the business from, from the, from A to Z, you know, from the, the marketing aspect, from the production, from the advertising, from the web design, I, I was doing everything myself at the beginning. I was, a cre- I was creating the websites. I was, I was the webmaster. I was doing the SEO, you know, search mm-hmm. engine optimization. Yeah. And this is back when Google wasn't even around. You know, it was only like Overture. I don't know. I mean, this, this may be, you probably weren't even born yet at the time. Nope. Um, <laughs> but that's okay. There's always, yeah, that's okay. there's always room to learn. I'm going to be 21 in April. 21. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, it's a beautiful age. <laughs> um, Jesus, Armand, get back to I, your story. I love, I, I yeah, it's, I mean, that's, that's a great age. So anyway, um, in April, but, <laughs> <laughs> you're, are you going to be 21 in April? Yes. In April, April, like, you must remember this just so you, so you can send happy birthday. Absolutely. Like, April 1? April 18th. It's April only 18th. the best. I'm an Aries. Oh, wait. Yes. My my daughter is April twenty April twenty third. Okay. Wow. I'm I'm definitely gonna remember. Thank you. Um. So anyway, <laughs> um. You know, I I, I created Hunkamania. It was it, it start. I started making money right away, and and uh, I learned so many things about the aspect of running a business, and and uh, you know I uh, once um. Hunkamania was up and running in New York. We had a huge setback uh, because uh, 9-11 took place. Oh. So we had to shut down, <laughs> you know, at that time, like for the, uh, I don't know, maybe like uh, four weeks or so. Um, you know, it, it was so bad that Chippendales left New York. Chippendales was my only competitor at the time. They ended up just leaving and they didn't, they didn't, open up until like years later they opened up in vegas so i had the whole market in new york we started doing it incredibly well you know we started selling out after a few weeks uh everything came back you know after 9 11 things started coming back you know it was a lot of weddings so i i attract a lot of even to this day they attract a lot of beautiful women celebrating special milestones in their lives so we, we attract a lot of bachelorette parties, a lot of divorce parties, a lot of birthday parties. You know, this is this could be a great thing for you to do for your birthday if you want to. So if you want to come, just all you have to do is let me know and Armand, you'll, be my guest, Armand, you'll be my guest of honor. Armand, I love you, but do I look like the type of girl? <laughs> listen, listen, everybody is the type of girl. Listen, there's no, oh my there's goodness. no specific type of girl that attends uh, Hunkamania. I mean, we have celebrities that attend Hunkamania. We have everybody, awesome. anybody and everybody. It doesn't mean you're going to be a regular, but why not? Why do you not just still come shake and check your it booty out? on the stage? I don't do it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> do you do guest appearance booty shakes? The only time, no, no. Right now, I just, I don't, you I don't do a do little it. bit I'm, of pork. I'm, 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 I'm behind the <laughs> oh, scenes. Oh, now. you are. Okay. <laughs> I just okay. do it behind the scenes. I'm, I'm, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I mean, you should, should definitely come out. It's, it's really, a, it's, it's a nice place. I created a fun place for anyone to come out and just really celebrate life. You don't have to, you know, you don't have to 
participate if you don't want to. I mean, you don't have to, you know, if you want to be pulled up on stage, you, you have the option to do that. You don't have to. You can just be a bystander and just watch. You know That's what I mean? Really cool. So it's a great place. It's a great you place know, for everybody. You've definitely it's, developed a very wonderful empire of your own. I mean, your story is... It's very inspiring, Armand. I mean, mm. how you have over time just created this empire in New yeah. York and you've, um, you know, expanded into this sort of motivational thing, which I really do like. I like that for you. I do. Right. Um, right. I think that it's important mental health, mental hygiene, um, and just that message of don't give up because somebody else That's told right. you to. Don't. That's so true. Um, never give up never give up so vital so what would be your message to any young entrepreneurs out there uh so my message is to really decide what it is that you want so you first have to decide uh you write down what it is that you want in life and then you just find a formula that other people have done to accomplish the same thing you don't even have to create something new. You just have to follow what other people have done. You decide what it is that you want, and then you do research, find, go online and find out who has accomplished what you want, what you want to accomplish. Wait, you so, know, just another, like so in other words, if Lily Cheed wants to become the president of the United States, <laughs> she could do yeah. it. Okay. Hundred percent. hundred percent. I love as the message. As, though. It's so important that you yeah. can do it because somebody else did it too, and there's no so reason if, why you can't. Yeah. If that was the, if that was my goal in life to become the president, I would learn. I would read every book there is to read about other presidents, about their lives, about their backstories, how they went from point A to point B to point C. You know, there, there. It's there's a it's a process. You learn yeah. the process and you apply it to yourself, and you never give up. You always, you know, that. you keep you keep pushing. You keep pushing. You keep you keep, you know, uh, improving yourself. You keep challenging yourself. But it's important to know what it is that you want. And the problem with a lot yeah. of people is they don't accomplish anything because they don't know what they want. They're confused. Yeah. I mean, that is a true. So, there's nothing wrong with perhaps not knowing what you want in life, but at some point you got to, you know, come to Jesus and, you know, what is Listen, your passion? Yeah. What is your hobby? What makes exactly. you smile? I mean, you know, That's, uh, yeah. Yeah. Look, there, we go through phases. I mean, there was a point in my life. I, I wasn't sure what I wanted. Yeah. And sometimes you're not sure what you want, mm -hmm. but you, you should, if you're not sure and you really have to decide, you write down things that you enjoy. Oh, that's important. Yeah, you write a list of things that you like doing. What, what do you like to do? So you write down things that you like to do. And then you'd start analyzing out of, out of you start analyzing which one of those things actually have a market. How, and, and if they have a market, if there's, there are people looking for that, people willing to pay for that, how are you going to bring value? to the marketplace. Very important. This is actually yeah. very important information because most people, you know, they'll say, just go with your passion, but I'd like the angle you're choosing to go with, Hey, let's just get, let's just cut down to the chase. What money will you make? What will you bring to this industry and how will you further things for not only you, but the industry itself. And that is absolutely very selfless in many no ways. One, no one is ever going to bring you success on a platter true 
No one is ever just going to give you money, you know, just for no reason. You have to bring value to them. And I always make sure I bring value, whatever it is that people hire me to do, whether it be with my entertainment companies, you know, I bring, I make sure they're happy. I bring value to them. If they're looking for, you know, a burlesque show, you know, Mm -hmm. because I have a burlesque show as well. I make sure I give them a great burlesque show. If they're looking for a mail review show, I make sure I give them a great mail review show. That's important. Not just good. Great. You do the extra mile. Right. And I make sure if whatever it is that they're looking for, I make sure I I bring value to them. If they're looking to hire me to, you know, to promote something, I make sure I give them, you know, I give them more than they pay me. You know what I mean? Like typically if somebody hires me, you know, somebody pays me to do a, um, you know, I typically charge five grand for a, for a, a post on, on, on a story. Okay. So they pay me for one post. I usually give them three, four posts. Well, it could be a partner <laughs> down the line though. So right, it, but I give them more than they pay me. You know, I always, I always, oh, I, and whenever I negotiate something yeah. with my clients, I always on the promise. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I know I'm, I know I'm going to do more. But I, I don't, I, I, you know, in business, it's a, a lot of the, it's all about expectations. Yes. And you have to kind of manage those expectations. You know, if, if you, if you, if you're just a salesman and you don't care about the, the delivery, you're going to have problems. Yes. So whenever I, whenever someone hires me to, to do whatever PR or something like that, yeah. And I always under promise. I say to them, this is what I'm going to charge you. Um, I will make sure that you get at least two features, but I usually give them more than two features. You see what I'm saying? Yes. I mean, for me, I kind of do the same thing where I just, I do like a blanket price and then like, you know, whatever comes out of it. Like if I genuinely love something, Hey, you got it. And it is a partnership down the line that you could use. So actually it's smarter. Uh, it's better to work smarter than harder in the long run. Yeah. So in um, life. Yeah. And that's what it is. I mean, I do, I do make a lot of money with all my businesses because I bring value to the marketplace. I bring value to the masses. You know what I mean? I do. Yeah. You make people I do, happy. Yeah. I mean, and I do, I do this on a large scale. You know, I had this on, on Saturday, I did 71 shows across America. Whoa. I think you were in 71 shows. or something like that. I, I saw in your. So, story. yeah. So, uh, yeah, that was, uh, that was, uh, I, I've been back for like two weeks already. Mm-hmm. So I decided um, to improve my smile. You know, I had, I had good teeth, you know, but it uh-huh. would, you know, natural teeth, you know how they look They're They're not like I, I wasn't, I, I thought my teeth could be wider. Okay. So I decided to, to, to get my teeth done. I had other friends who, who had been to, to a clinic in Turkey okay. and, and, uh, you know, Rudy, you know, Rudy Bundini, he's a, he's a model in New York city. He's, he actually works for me. And he went there, he went there like a year ago and I was blown away by his teeth. I mean, his teeth looked amazing. I was like, wow, it's amazing. So when he did it, I saw what he looked like. I was like, I want my teeth to look like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. And so they were nice enough to offer me the opportunity to go there. And, and uh, so it was an incredible, it was an incredible experience. You know, they, they treated him extremely well. That's sweet. 
and uh, and and the the experience was beyond anything I imagined. Not only were they extremely competent, but they had a state of the art facility, extremely clean, very very uh, like very luxurious looking. And, and they were able to do the job that would take me in America two, year, two months to do at least. They were able to do it in three days. Wow. So for me, that's like a plus. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? You know, when you go to dentists here, yeah, they, they'll do like if you want to do a crown. You, you, I, don't know, you, I don't know if you've ever done a crown, but it, it's um, very time consuming. No, they do I one mean, crown. I have a canine impaction and every uh, like two weeks I get my mouth pulled pretty excruciating <laughs> but oh my goodness yeah yeah no it gets pulled right from the back until it goes to the front so yeah i do know about time <laughs> yeah <laughs> certainly so i mean the doctors here are great but it's you know i just i just found the doctors in turkey to be to be better than any any doctor i've ever experienced in america you know they're much they're more more humble they're more willing to please. I mean, this one doctor, I had several doctors, several dentists working on my teeth, but this one doctor drilled my teeth the whole day because I, I ended up getting 25 crowns. Okay. And, that, you know, they got to drill your teeth, you know, the, your, your teeth, they have to drill them down and then they put the crowns. But he did my whole mouth in one day, which is like unheard of. You know, I talked to, I have friends who are dentists in America and they're like, it's, no, we, we could never do that here. You know wow. what I mean? So, so is it, it a is health like, risk? Is that why they don't do it in no, America? No, no, not at all. Not at all. Because the labor here is much more expensive. Oh. People oh, no. make a lot more money. The dentists True. here make a lot more money. Because uh, in, in Turkey, they make, a dentist will make like $500 a month. Oh. Yeah. That's significantly, um, they're yeah. very underpaid. I mean, your work is incredible. Mm-hmm. You look incredible. Yeah. And well, you thank, feel you so thank you so much. That's important. Thank you so much. And this, 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 this clinic yes. is an amazing clinic that people from all over the world go there. People from America, models, all kinds of celebrities go there from the UK. I mean, it's, you, you can look into it. And if you have anyone, uh, any, any, of, any of your followers that are not happy with their teeth, hmm. This is 100% highly recommended by me and many other people. Well, that's very cool. So going forward, is there anything we can expect from you? We could see a magazine cover, a, a show coming up. Yes. So it, it's, it's, you know, I'm, I'm going to continue to inspire everyone. Good. You know, I'm going to continue to, you know, to provide, you know, the best content the most inspiring content and um i'm going to continue to challenge myself to new heights you know i want to see how far i'm going to take this i'm going to continue to improve myself in every aspect of the word you know i'm going to continue to um you know i I think i'm I'm, I'm, I'm in the process of putting together a new book oh okay do we get Um, any sneak peek of what it might be about so it, it's a it's sort of a continuation of what what my other okay. my first book was about. You know, my first book is is entitled um, "Unparalleled Success." Yeah. Uh, your viewers can buy it uh, if they if they decide to to buy it. They can buy it on uh, Amazon. It's a great book, and it and it really it's a book about my process of going from poverty 
to being a multi, to creating multi-million dollar businesses and what I did to go from point A to point Z. Um, and it's, it's, it's a book about my journey. It's an inspirational book. It's a book about my philosophy, about business, about life. It's a book about, um, you know, my lifestyle, what I, you know, what I eat, how I think, that kind of thing. You know, it all, it all ties together. You know what I mean? It's, it's not just, you know, it's not just one, one element that's going to, you know, make you successful. There's mm-hmm. so many different elements. You know yeah. that, you yeah, know, of course. you know, even with, you know, with, with your business, you know, you're constantly, you know, um, I'm sure you, you, you have to eat a certain way too, right? Yes. I mean, of course, um, you know, I started out as beauty content creation, but to be honest, I have rejected the beauty community. Very, very vile, vile. <laughs> really? Oh my uh, goodness! They can, they can but you're so one, nice. You're always can, so pleasant. Not, I will. I will send you the link. Um, they can create one rumor on you, just one, and every brand you've ever worked with, they will DM a lie to. And the brand will drop you. There goes your money. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. So I have really. I'm sorry to hear that. I have really shifted everything more into acting uh, and modeling, parts modeling, because, you know, my eyes and everything, because it's Mm -hmm. a better uh, type of people. People in. Hollywood understand this people Mm -hmm. on the internet, they, they tend to be um, just a different breed, you know? So Mm -hmm. there is certain things you have to discipline your brain with to discipline about how people are going to treat you, how you want to look, how you want to act and what you want to be. Ultimately, I plan to, you know, take over the world, be president and queen. It's a good goal. You should (laughs) definitely do that. Armand, can I get a big smile? (laughs) <laughs> okay good though you look amazing and the hair well, you you look amazing great. you look you look amazing thank you the hair and hair i appreciate all the love oh yeah so so i mean I, I you know i had a hair before um uh but you know i had i had um you know kind of like a receding hairline you know yeah. i've always had that even when i was 21 i had I had a receding hairline and I was like, well, why not improve it? You know, why, why not okay, bring my, yeah. hair, you know, my, my hairline down. So they ended up bringing, and it's already growing. It's incredible. Um, is it painful? So um, the only thing that was painful was the local anesthesia. You know, when they, they give you the, when they give you the, the injection, that's painful. Wait, they put but it in your neck? The, well, no, they, it's behind, like they, it's a local anesthesia. So they put it like in the area, like, because they take oh, the hair. Okay, yeah, I got it. Oh my goodness. So they, okay. they actually take the hair from this is the donor, the donor, donor area is in the back. Okay. And then they uh-huh. implant it. They use a, 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 a special technology and they actually implant it where, where the hair is needed. Wow. It looks incredible. It's incredible. I already yeah, see because I've been I mean, following it on your stories and it's, yeah, it's been two weeks. Yeah, it's been wow. two weeks. So I think they say within six months, I'll have 60% of the hair growth. And then within a year, I'll have a hundred percent. So I'm going to have. <laughs> You're going to be like, oh, my hair. <laughs> I'm going to have more hair than when I was 21. <laughs> oh, Armand, you are yeah. amazing. It's literally a complete pleasure to have on. You are amazing. You I are amazing. Your... Oh, well, who's complimenting who? Oh, my God. <laughs> You're ama- listen, your love is in- insatiable. Aww, your, you. your, your positivity the way you interact with me and my posts, 
I, you always make my day. And I, and I appreciate that because it's, a, I believe in energy, you know, yes. I really believe in energy and sometimes I'm all, I'm all about energy. You know what I mean? And I may not receive the same energy that I'm giving to someone, but I always receive that energy back from the, from other people, from the mm-hmm. world. You know what I mean? So your energy is incredible. It's mm-hmm. a lot like mine. Yes. You always interact you know, with me in a, in a pleasant way. So um, I typically don't have a lot of time for interviews, but when you invited me for this interview, Aww. I said, you know, I got to take the time <laughs> to speak to this beautiful so young lady because it, it's, she's beautiful inside out. So I, I definitely did not want to miss it. Thank you, Armand. All no, right. I know. I know. I, and that's sad. It's sad that yeah. happens. And uh, you know, the, the victims uh they definitely need our support. You know what I mean? Yes, we should yes. really give them mm. our support, our positivity, yes. our encouragement, and yes. let them know, hey, I used to be one of you. Look at me now. You know what I mean? I survived. We survived, and it yes. made me stronger. It made me stronger. You Armand, know what I mean? go kick some butt. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on. Okay, baby. It's a pleasure. Bye.